yo, yo. Hi, sorry, I couldn't get the thing to go. Oh, it's all good. Nice to see you. Good. How are you? You as well. I am good. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks for doing this, man. Yeah, thanks for letting me. Of course, you're you're a part of the army. You're part of the team. We have to have you on here. <laughs> for sure. It was long overdue. Yep. How yeah, is how's everything going? It's going. Um, got home from work for from a little bit ago, and it's just a normal Saturday. Other than that, now you got, got to lift with some of my favorite people, and it's a good day. Awesome. So how is uh how's your gym going and everything and your in your actual real life day to day job? Um, it's good. Um, honestly, it's the best and busiest it's ever been for me. I good. obviously I started at my um, current job as just a membership sales rep. Don't even remember applying for that job whatsoever. But it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, and then um went into being the club manager and then um, training. And then actually our long-term trainer uh, left. And so I um, took over and accumulated his responsibilities. So it's been really cool. So I coach full time now. Um, You're stepping which, up the game since we talked last um, body. Gillespie. Yeah. Yeah. I sell PT and everything. It's crazy. I run our group training program. It's I actually feel like I'm helping now. <laughs> You are, you know, you help a lot. You help us a lot. And we really appreciate that too, man. So you're, you're busy. I, we can't I am busy, but I love, you know, I love the, the brand and I followed you guys for a full year, probably on my private account before I like started. Actually, I always admired that one design and then <laughs> finally got something. So the yeah. season of the lift design. Is that what you're uh, no, it was the um, Friday the Thirteenth one. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Now yeah. that was my first one. I still don't even didn't. I have the sticker. I love the season of the witch one, but I always admired the Friday the Thirteenth one, so I got it. And I'm glad yeah. we. I'm glad we suckered you in, and now you're the lifting yeah. dead, dead goal trainer. There you go. Helping rep out the lifting dead army, which is going awesome. And um, yeah, this is just. For the army and the people just to get to know you better we're going to do this with every one of our trainers and stuff so you're you're the first mm -hmm. one you're the guinea pig i felt like uh, oh good yeah right I just like, like being the firstborn. first born first born get a get a try out all the all the stuff and then trial and error it's or you can be like it's like the first to die in a bad horror movie is what this is there, there you go you have the honor that that's the second most remembered cast instead of the final girl so there you go fair yeah. enough i'm glad to hear honestly just from a personal perspective that your gym's doing so well because i know a lot the gym i worked at had to close during due to covid and like everything like that yeah. so here a uh, gym's thriving and trainers thriving that makes me really happy yeah we're we're facing honestly it's hard right now like overall like clients we already had I mean, they're, it's there just for the, all the reasons I talk about and we all talk about is mental health and stuff. And I mean, yeah. they're never going to stop coming. It's yeah. more lucrative for us to remain open for them than, you know, it just matters more to people than people get. But we actually had um, a wellness center open up to us. It's like a multi-million dollar, like state funded, beautiful upscale facility so it's literally 30 seconds from us and it's imposing some competition um because people are more 
unfortunately people are a little more focused on basketball courts and swimming pools and yeah um amenities like tanning than they are about customer service and accountability and skilled certified trainers giving them undivided attention so and like being you know healthy so we're facing that that. huh you're never gonna win that battle that's just i i know but i'm i'm too determined i tell my team all the time i'm like customer service is key at this point like we can offer something that a lot of other gyms can't and we truly fucking care um so that means from the minute they walk in to the club tour, to the initial sign up, to the fitness consult, to hopefully selling them PT, or even just keeping them engaged using them, their membership in general. You just got to show you care and give a little extra because people remember those dumb little things that aren't so dumb. So, you know, that's literally, yeah. all, that's literally all it is. I built my entire success as a trainer on just relating to people, showing I care, mm-hmm. showing up, yep. holding them accountable. I've, uh, you know, not to toot my own horn or anything, but I know we've talked about this before. I've sold way more PT and been way more of a successful trainer than anybody with a fancy exercise science degree that I worked with just because they don't know how to talk to people and how to show compassion. And that's all it is. And and we're facing that right now too. And and they pride themselves that all their coaches have um, degrees and that's fine. And that's cool. Um, But, and I sometimes feel like I might come off as a broken record, but I feel like people like me and yourself, I don't know, like, there's something identifiable when I see when, if I were me five years ago, if I saw me now and I didn't know myself, I would be like, Oh, wow. Like I identify with that person. She struggled with weight. She used to never go to the gym. She didn't know what she was doing. You know, she tried all the dumb, stupid shit, you know, and she's weird. So she's not like, it's not like I was like, you know, a softball, like star or anything crazy like that, or did a lot of sports being identifiable and relatable and just down to earth human like hey i've been where you are is counts for i'd say at least half as that you know fancy degree yeah absolutely i would say a little bit more and the the fact is the general population the people that you're trying to sell pt to and the people that actually really need it Mm -hmm. are not trying to compete at the highest level you don't need to i know science i say it multiple times a week I said listen I think it's safe to say most of us aren't expecting to step on stage and like you know do um physique competitions or anything like that and if that's your thing that's your thing but the average person just simply wants to get healthier and lose some weight and gain some muscle and that's great goals (laughs) so mental health will just that's like a side effect yeah proving all that especially now so you're doing the right thing but speaking of you five years ago let's talk about that a little bit let's for those that don't know can you give a little background on like where you were at I know you were overweight at one point how you got into mm-hmm. the fitness world and just uh give the freaks a little background about yourself yeah so um I probably was I think I know so my heaviest was 230 uh, ish um so it was a um you look wonderful. It was a weird time. I'm sorry. So you look wonderful right now, by the way. Well, thank you. I have really dialed in and I'd love to chat about that because now, I get, but going way back, I always struggled with weight um, pretty much my whole life. Um, both my parents were overweight. I bought, lost both my parents to weight related diseases, one to cancer and one to a stroke. Um, so weight 
issues are a big thing in my family. Um, and uh, I think I was in my early 20s. I stopped and started a million times, like I think many of us have, um, whether that was to gain muscle or lose weight. Um, but I think it, so it started with a friend who literally was like, hey, I don't want to go to the gym alone. I really want to get healthy. Do you want to do it with me? And I was in the same boat. Like, I'm too scared to go to the gym by myself. Like, I was anxiety city. I would never do something like this five years ago. Talking to people wouldn't make eye contact. It was a nightmare. Um, went to Planet Fitness with her. Basically, I just finally stuck with it. And she gave up. And I was like, well, I'm not going to stop this time. And I just kept going. And I would work out every single night you know, late at night, go when it was empty, because I still was like, ah, people, you know, and, and, you know, Planet Fitness, not to bag on any gyms or anything, I'm not, but they're a little more limited, um, and what they, I know, but (laughs) I, I know we're not supposed to, but objectively, like now, no matter what, wherever I go, whether I, um, someday don't work for Anytime Fitness, I will always go to an Anytime Fitness, or something close to it, because, what I wanted to accomplish cannot be done in a plan of fitness. But for people, I think when I try and identify with someone coming in for a membership and they're like, well, why should I go here and not plan of fitness? Plan of fitness, I think you have to have an extra amount of self-accountability, which I, for some reason, cultivated to some certain extent where I just was like, I'm tired of being overweight. Uh, I'm tired of being depressed. And it was just my escape they literally had pizza day and like candy right there as you walk in, which can be very tempting if you have disordered eating habits, but long to shorten it up. Basically I just kept going. Um, I tried all kinds of different stupid diets, you know, like when I say I did try everything you shouldn't do, but that's how I educated in something. How you learn. I did Um, the same thing. Yeah. I did the keto for a year. I tried being a vegetarian, intermittent fasting, all of it. Um, you know, and I've talked about it before, but basically I had lost about 50 plus pounds and I, um, got, um, an interview at the current job I'm at and, um, you know, it just opened up a whole other world to me, um, that it changed my life. Now it's, I'm so passionate about it because I literally just want to make people feel the way I feel now and I never want anyone to be scared to change their lives and be happier and healthier and more self-confident I've never been someone it's not even like I don't know it's I never had self-esteem I was never arrogant I viewed confidence as arrogance and being cocky um there's a balance yeah but you know what it does to someone who didn't necessarily grow up in a supportive household of, oh, you can do anything you want to do. It was very negative and, you know, it just was what it was. Um, where I am now, it's like, holy shit. <laughs> like, you just want to share that with everyone. So when I decided last year to approach my boss, the, the direct owner, I was like, hey, what would you think about me being a trainer? And it, the rest is history and it's truly the best decision I best question I ever asked <laughs> so we, we relate on a lot of that on a, on a lot of levels um is it fair to say I mean I hope this is true that you know a lot more now than you did when you started working out I think that's uh, fair to say I it's insane yeah you never and it's weird that you want I find myself where I don't like to read particularly not in like a oh I'm a dumb girl I don't like to read. I just don't care to sit and read a book 
but there's a never ending slight hunger. I want to learn some new exercises. I want to learn about the anabolic window. I want to like learn, like, I kind of want to know what dumb, stupid new thing is coming out. Cause I feel like in the gym, have you ever heard about this? Should I be doing this? And you got to like gotta educate have- yourself to yeah. spread not false information, right. you know? Exactly. So. But the thing is, having not known all that stuff when you first started, just your willpower and just your hard work got you, got to a goal, got you down. In consistency. Just consistency. So you don't even have to know all this no. stuff that we know now. If you show up and hold nope. yourself accountable yep. and believe in yourself, that's all you need. And I'm interested in, maybe you just had that in you because I feel like I don't know where that came from with me personally. I just am kind of yeah. like a determined motherfucker and just like went for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But is that, was that the same thing with you? Because a lot of people I feel like struggle with that. Um, I don't know. I, I think some people are like, how do you stay motivated? I, I don't know what finally clicked. Why the 97th time I restarted finally was the last time I had to restart. Yeah. I, I will say the mental health aspect to this is literally half the battle because I was so depressed, mm-hmm. so unhappy um, with myself and my life. I didn't have a lot going for me. Um, it just was not a good time. It was, I was just kind of abusing alcohol to the like high functioning, but I would go to work and do what I need to do, but I really didn't want to do anything else. And I got home other than blackout drunk, which is horrible. And like, I was working out, but what? I was right there too, man. You're you're pretty Yeah, Yeah. A lot of us are out there like, that's why this is important that you talk about it. Honestly, it's great. It's like, and you know, I was thinking I was just depressed and trying to find something to be happy about and I had a friend at the time who was actually the one who got me to work out and her negativity started to sway it's it's weird when some people you really love and like there's no I don't dislike her still but and I, I honestly should thank her she's the reason I got started for that 97 time and didn't fucking stop right. but it's almost like some people because they don't want to keep trying they get frustrated with you for wanting to mm-hmm. um which sucks, but it transformed my whole mental state. Like, I'm not saying it's going to cure your depression, but for a lot of people, and we saw this over COVID, I was, you know, obviously I got laid off from my job. We all did. Um, but we stayed in contact with our members and we would get messages through our Facebook. When are you opening? When are you opening? Seriously? I need this. I really need this. Like, can I just sneak into the, like, I mean, people begging, like it's, it's sad. I'm like, I'm right there, there, right there with you, dude. Like, oh, no. it's my serenity too. Like it, you know, Hey, that's why that's what t- prompted us to start the online lifting dead army was because yeah. we needed that. We, people needed that community. We needed to ourselves to hold ourselves accountable to work out and share that. With that's us. why I created my Instagram. I was finally yeah. like, you have all this time. I was like, you have come too far. You can't restart again you can't backtrack again yes so it just was like putting it out in the world even it was like hey world i don't know you i have 10 followers i'm here's what i did today and then finding all these other people doing the same thing and it just it just gave me somewhere to put my bullshit and say i'm not stopping and now like 
I have this awesome community of people. I've met awesome people, friends, like, um, yeah. And the account has kind of turned into like something else for me. So it's, it's cool. It's awesome. And like I said, we couldn't be more happy that you're involved in what we're doing. And I, I feel like those two things directly feed into each other. Your followers are yeah. all, we're all, we're all one in the same freaky fitness family, you know? Yes. Yes. And that is the cool draw for sure. It's that's all it is. That's all it was about from the beginning. And to get people into the gym or into fitness that wouldn't have otherwise, you know, like to mm -hmm. a big step to take that we, we were talking about earlier, you know, you and I might've just had a little more drive than the average person, maybe, but a lot of people won't take that step to the gym or they will and they'll stop and they'll stay done. You know, mm -hmm. we can provide a community for them and a, and a even a stupid t-shirt with a Jason yeah. to make them feel comfortable. And that's what gets them yeah. to stay in the gym. Like that is the important thing. That's where we win. You know? Yeah, I agree. And that's where it comes back to just seeing people like you doing what you wish you could do, or maybe you want to do, or you're too scared to try. Um, and it's just seeing a piece of yourself and someone else and being like, oh, I can do that. That's why I kind of like, I joke like, Gotham can do it too. Like, spooky bitches can hang. Like, yeah. just because, you know, like, I think they're most, some of us, I like, I would just be so timid and so scared and like, so like quiet and would say sorry all the time to everyone about everything. And my boss still teases me. He's like, don't say sorry. Like, just stop. Like, I worked for, in my gym for, almost a year before I went over the freeway area other than to clean it because I just was like I don't belong here I don't know what I'm doing like I just work here which is dumb it's stupid I was I was jipping myself so but you're making up for it now because you're fucking killing it with the double kettlebell step ups and I, all. I mean <laughs> that's, that's I literally any client who signs on with me I'm like so we're going over the freeway area and we're going to squat today I mean, like you have to you have to you especially and sadly especially with the girls, I think that they think that they can't do it. I think that they're, I, I don't know why. If, the, if it's a new girl, like who's not been to the, to the, uh, the gym recently, or maybe has never gone over there, I immediately take them over there and show them how to use everything. Cause I wanna, I tell them, I'm like right off the bat, I want you to be able to walk in here and know how to use everything by the end of the month and feel confident in doing it. And sure. not feeling like, oh, I'm only allowed to use this area. And that's not anyone's preconceived most notion. No one in my gym is like that, thank God. We are very open, cool community. But I think people just worry so much about what people think, which we all do. And I just try and instill it from the day they walk in. This is your place too. Stick it so. to them. What, yep. what is it? I mean, obviously, I've worked with a, a ton of female clients, and but... I'm not a female. So what is it about the females that when they walk in the gym that they're either intimidated by the free weights, they think they don't belong there, or they can't belong there, they think they're going to touch a free weight and all of a sudden look like all the sports guys. I know. Like, <laughs> yeah. what's going on? Like, what do you say to them? What's your advice from one female to another? Yeah. Um, you know, it, I you kind of think it's just a meme, but it's really not like, I seriously will meet with people and they're like, well, I don't want to get bulky. Like, you know, yeah. I don't want to look like a guy. And I'm like, okay, do you know how hard it is to look like that? Like the amount of discipline, dedication, consistency, the way your diet has to be, the way you have to live your life day in and day out to even remotely look like that. 
I say it is so hard. Like, you know, I yeah. said, I lift and I eat right. And I don't even hold a candle to looking what, like what you're trying to say you're scared of looking like. I, you know, explain just the science fact of it is that lean muscle means you burn more fat. Like we have to burn, have muscle. That's a good thing. That's what gives you that. They use words like toned and I, and I try and relate to them and educate them. And when you say toned, what you're saying is you want lean muscle. When you look at a girl who's in shape, who has definition, you hear toned because that's what infomercials and skinny tees and things like that tell you. And that's fine or whatever. I'm not trying to drag, but really you want, you're wanting to gain muscle. You're not going to look bulky. You're going to look at toned is what you're going to have. What's going to happen. That, that word that you like to use. I hear that all the time. Yeah. Firm up too. Firm so up. I just try and tell them that if you have, you know, more muscle on your body, the more fat you'll burn at rest. Right. And just that's your body will naturally start to adapt to that. And then you'll start to see those results that you want. Um, without drinking any special detox yeah. garbage or something goofy like that. I always say you got to do more than the inner outer thigh machines and walking on the treadmill. I know what like I love leg day more than I, I that's, I think a lot of us, most of us do. I love it. And in every, Monday. every I, I follow some accounts, you know, and some people they use our gym and we have a couple people who, and they, all they do is quad and, and go, uh, glutes all the excuse all they do is glutes glute focus which is fine work the ass that's fine i we all get it all, i but they women think that they just stay with booty bands and stuff and again why just stay in that box you know it has a time and a place yeah i think but, it's just stigmatized i don't know what what the deal is why a lot of women think that that's what they have to do and i mean to be fair a lot of guys do the same stupid things too they just, oh i'm sure like they, yeah. They sit on the preacher curl machine is the only difference. You know, I mean, it's just biceps instead of butt. Yeah. But I always yeah. tell it to, no, not sell it, but kind of convince someone that's apprehensive about in the freeway room with like, if they're trying to lose weight or just get in shape, like you get the most bang for your buck out of these compound exercises. Mm -hmm. Like you use your core yeah. in ways that you can't use your core. It's full body, yeah. you know, and your whole, your whole body is being used and utilized during um, deadlifts and cleans and squats and, you know, they're intimidating movements. And I, like I said, I, I, it'll be a year in March that I've took that up finally. And I am learning every day, but, um, can't imagine how far along I'd be if I had just fucking tried it two years ago, you know, it's, it's, it just requires requires way more engagement. And I don't think people realize the benefit of that. So, yeah, yeah, I body. Yeah, absolutely. It's all just about education. Some people simply just don't know, like they simply just don't know. And there's nothing wrong with that. No one told you why how you're not supposed to just know these things. You know, I didn't either. So that's why we need you. You know, that's why <laughs> you and cool, you know cool cool horror chick that lifts weights is, is what is what we need <laughs> right need more of those right yeah, yeah I, i'm one of those too that's that's the secret uh, how um obviously you know you're you're a you're a huge death comes lifting supporter and we love you for that but what um 
how do you bring in the uh, you know the, the horror, the heavy metal aspect in, into your into your workouts? Do you listen to that kind of music? Do you like uh, you know, where where the, the clothes and uh, how's that come together for you? Um, clothes. I mean, I am a t-shirt bandit hoarder. Like, I don't really hoard a lot of things. I can't stand extra stuff around, but I just love shirts. I just have a problem with the high size shirts, and so. I have, I probably, and I already know people, if anyone who, you know, listens and like follows my account, I wear like the same six shirts over and over again. I think two of them are from you guys, but um, yeah, we're, so. We're more, don't worry. Huh? We're, we're hooking you up with more, don't worry. Okay, well, I'll always wrap them, trust me. They don't go to waste. Um, I just, I feel bad as soon as I get a t-shirt, I literally cut the sleeves right off of it. I'm like, you work so hard and I always wanted to wear short sleeves. I, again, like, just looks cool that's just my aesthetic I don't know if anyone here watches it's always sunny in Philadelphia but basically I just match everything yeah because you always <laughs> but um I do the same. yeah yep um so but like the music I'm not gonna even lie to you it depends what I'm doing and what mood I'm in I go on certain kicks right now I am on a weird like early um indie kick like early 2000 indies kick and then like pop punk mid 2000s that's that's where i am don't know why can't explain it um and then i've been re-listening to code orange's most recent album which again is just to die for i i don't know i just love it i don't know if anyone thinks that's lame i got into code orange before they like really blew up and i remember seeing that article about that girl who got her face just demolished like jaw completely dislocated at one of their shows i think they're in some magazine um and that's how i found out about it. i'm like what's going down in their shows i gotta check these people out and then yeah but that's a good album if anyone's interested have you ever seen um, i have not yeah, i have not they're no. from pittsburgh or where, where we're at and oh yeah I got I got to the game late on Code Orange. So if, if, if first of all, if people think the music you like is lame, fuck them because music's for everyone. <laughs> you yeah. what's on our, our on our playlist. We go we go everywhere. We go, yeah. like I know, and I appreciate that. I'm, I mean, I appreciate that. That's good. I don't, and I used to care so much. Like, oh no, is this not hardcore enough? Oh, that's not very muddle of you. Like, I grew up with friends like that, and that's how I used to be. Like at 15, I was like, oh, we right. don't listen to. Asking Alexandria, you know, you're just a horrible person. Please right. go listen to Whitechapel. But now Whitechapel, honestly, Tom is like... They rock. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. I, I, and I was like, yeah. admittedly, for Code Orange, I was like, that's just not my thing. I'm like, definitely. Yeah. I'm like, that's just like blame, for lack of a better word. But yeah. I went to one of their shows, and to this day, remains one of the craziest, most hardcore things I've, I've ever seen in my life. And yeah. Shit. The footage is like... Yeah. I'm jealous. Like you just, uh, you know, I think the last metal show I was at was, um, I think it was Carnifex, Oceano, and um, uh, I think Lorna Shore was there. It was at the Emerson in downtown Indy, which is the grossest little venue. But it's like so. It's I like that it's gross. There's no heat. There's no air. It's so, so black. It's so small. But it reminds me of like that old school like punk rock venue, and that yeah. was. That was like I think the last concert I went to. And it was really uh, this show so much that shitty venue sounds so. Nice I know right it does. It smells so gross and good. Are they still open? Know. Are they okay? Are your are venues around? I, okay. I 
I don't know. I mean, there's no concerts happening, I don't think, obviously, but I just probably, I mean, there, I know Indiana's probably going to be a little bit different than Pennsylvania. I know Pennsylvania was pretty strict and locked down, but um, I mean, people stuff outside here. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, downtown Indy's pretty bad right now, honestly, and just the businesses. My favorite restaurant, who, if you guys ever come out, any anyone listening coming out to the Midwest, go to Kuma's Corner. It is metal, burgers, rock and roll. It's the best thing in the world. The best burger you'll ever have, and got a great bar. But they had an explosion in their kitchen about two months ago, and they're completely remodeling from the ground up, and they're supposed to open back in March. But if you want the best food of your life and awesome music and, like, yeah. crazy, spooky so, shit. I've, I've been to Kuma's Corner, but I, in Chicago. The one, yeah, that's the original one, yeah. Okay, I never, I didn't know there were any outside of Chicago. That's good to know. Yep, yep, there's one in, it's uh, right outside downtown Indy in Fountain Square. Um, so good. Yeah. yeah, great place. I had the Slayer burger because I had to. Yep. Yeah. It's just like there's no actual bun and it's just a plate of fries, right? Yeah. And then there's the top. Yep. yep. Yeah. I always get the mask on. I get the most boring burger on the menu, but it's so good. It's hey man, simplicity to perfection <laughs> yeah. in a lot of ways. That's that's yep. so um circling back to some workout stuff while we got you here. What is your you know, what, what is your preferred, like, style? What's your split like? You know, if you want to talk about your personal workouts versus, like, maybe how you would, uh, what you'd recommend to a beginner, because a lot of people maybe are just going to start this year on their fitness journey. So maybe talk about a little bit about what you do and then what you recommend to somebody in your starting position. Okay, so I'm in the middle of a slight transition and experimentation in the way that I was very um, isolation-focused, so accessories where I was just doing like leg day, upper body, tries, buys and whatever. And that's still fine. It's very much a part of my regimen and stuff. Like I said, I love training legs like most of us do. But um, my, uh, so my gym is co-owned by a father and daughter and the, her, his daughter um, started doing CrossFit once a week just for fun. She started trying it and then she, me and her did one. And honestly, I know a lot of people have some spicy opinions and I did too. And I'm not doing those crazy jerk, whatever, you know, pull-ups or anything, yeah, but yeah. Um, it made me realize one, it was incredibly challenging, which sometimes you are working out and you're just running through the motions and you're hungry for something new. And this was definitely that. So I've been really focused on full body movements um, and challenging myself, but still with weight, but max calorie burn while I'm doing it. Um, so I, all my clients, I've pretty much been forcing <laughs> to do the same thing, but I think a pattern was already in place where we, where they were just getting the isolation days, which again, is fine, but they're, um, enjoying something a little different. Um, as far as people just starting, um, I, I think, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I really don't know. It depends on the person. It's, what your goals are just right answer, really you know it's huh? kind of, it is, that is a hard question to answer but, but that, I think that is the right answer you know I mean it. if you're wanting if you're someone who needs who absolutely needs guidance a lot of people come in and say hey I need someone to tell me what to do I can't just guess just find a program that you feel comfortable start small um you know start small uh 
bite-sized pieces just dedicate to say, I'm going to work out three days this week and I'm going to hit legs. I'm going to do a full body day and then I'm going to hit upper body and then, you know, try and do some cardio in there. It depends what your cardio lever, again, it depends on your, on your goals. Like not everyone needs to do five days of cardio a week. Some more overweight clients might, maybe they have a really sedentary lifestyle and they just don't move. And the only time they do move is when they're at the gym. Okay. You should probably walk for 30 minutes, you know, four or five times a week. So, I mean, just start small. And if somebody needs this guidance, they can join the lifting dead army and we can help (laughs) individuals. Absolutely. We have the programs for you. We got the trainers and we got your back and we care about you because we're weird like that. Yeah. yeah. What crazy concept. Caring. Exactly. It depends on the person. We're not going to give you a cookie cutter answer because you're. No. That's fucking awesome. On the flip side of that, what's your favorite cheat meal and non exercise related activity to do? Cheat meal. As an ex morbidly obese person, I love food and still love food. And I, <laughs> it's easy for me to get carried away. But like, I guess if I have to say I have a cheat day, which I try to not use that word anymore, because I feel like I don't need to if I can, you know, stay within my numbers. But I love cheesecake more than anything as far as dessert. I don't really care for cake. I don't really care for donuts or anything like that or candy. I can eat a whole cheesecake by myself. But I love anything that is potato and cheese. Cheese fries, home fries, you know, anything potato and cheese. (laughs) Carbon, the carbon dairy combination, because you can never. There you go. I know. It just, it's, um, you can't beat it. That's probably my favorite, though. Nothing else compares. Uh, yeah, and like you said, I, I don't really like to use the term cheat meals either because I do think mm-hmm. it, as, a, as someone with an eating disorder or had an eating disorder, kind of keep mm-hmm. it, I don't want to ever put like negative associations with food. I use them yeah. as rewards, you know, we have them on Sundays, so that's usually what I recommend. You work your ass off all week, you can have some pizza if it makes you happy. Sometimes yeah. once you get really into your workout or you your lifestyle though, you'll realize that pizza makes you feel like shit. Maybe you don't want it anymore, you know, just yeah. your body. There's almost like a point where if you, and if you keep going, you'll find almost this maintenance level of a meta. And that's why I, I really push macros with anyone I train with because it transformed my life only in the last five months. I was not losing any more weight. I was working out and objectively eating well, but I was not, my diet was not in check. Um, and I lost 17 pounds since then. By just simply, and again, I eat a lot. I love food. I I post what I eat sometimes. I'm not sitting here eating little salads and yeah, and fruit. Like, like I a, eat a lot of food. Like I'm not hungry. Right. So um, now when I, you know, when someone trains with me and they're like, well, "Do you do meal planning or anything like that?" I I say I'm never going to have you do any workout or eat anything I wouldn't eat. So I'm going to set you with up with what I do. Um, and there's nothing you're not allowed to have. Just hit your numbers. Um, and, uh, what was my point hitting your numbers? Um, Oh, cheat meal. And you're like, okay, can I have a cheat meal? Well, technically you can have whatever you want. Again, you, it hits your numbers. I don't really want to say, 
oh, well, I was bad today because I had a cheat meal. Like I cheated. Like it's just, right. it's cheesy to, to like baby that. But it also, you know, I don't want you to feel like you're a bad person because you had a fucking cheeseburger or something like with your, your yeah. family or pizza or something or a sub or whatever. Like yeah. you're a human. And again, people who do that, it resets your metabolism and trains it um, to be more efficient. And honestly, you'll find, oh, when you have those quote unquote cheat days or maybe a bad day, you had a really bad day. You just, you just ate, maybe you had some wine, some beer, who gives a shit? Your body will reset. Your body will clean your, you know, it just is what it does. So if you live a consistently healthy lifestyle, it's honestly easier to do those, have those bad days, you know? Definitely. So, I like what you're saying. You're making a lot of sense. We vibe, we vibe on all this. That's, that's why you're part of the team. And I have to ask, circling back to horror movies now, mm -hmm. you know, I see all this you got behind you. You got an impressive lineup of all these Jason masks. Oh, yes. Yep. Lined with dumbbells and kettlebells. <laughs> yeah. And yep. that's speaking our language. What's your favorite yep. horror movie? Favorite horror movie? It has not a secret. Is um, I think it's definitely Freddy versus Jason. It's hard because I love Season of the Witch. The imagery is so good, and I was on board that wagon far before all these clothing lines decided to decide and so tell us that we all should love. I, I yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's. I know Michael's not in it. It's fine. It's you know, it is literally but, the best Halloween movie. It's a, at Halloween time, it's the most, I'd say next to Trick or Treat and maybe a couple other noteworthy titles. It is so perfect for Halloween, like so perfect. It embodies the Christmas, crispness, not Christmas, boo, that's over. Um, crispness of fall and all that comes with it. But yeah, Freddy versus Jason, I can rewatch it a million times. So, um, yeah, I think I have a fondness for it because I wasn't allowed to watch horror movies or anything. I was in a very strict Christian household. And I remember that was like one of the first okay. spooky horror movies. Like my sister and I would sneak on TV and it just was so. And I love that 2000s like horror teenage drama bullshit. I yeah. just love it. That's why Scream's so damn the, good. So. The Murder Dolls soundtrack and the new metal. Yeah. And this, again, we, we've talked about that before. The, the soundtrack yeah. for those movies were so bomb. They were so good. And like even objectively now, it's not like I'm going to go turn on like Godsmack or Matt Marilyn Manson song we've all heard a thousand times. But like when you see it in the movie, you're like, oh, this song's so good. Yeah. It, it, it's almost a guilty pleasure, but I'm not that guilty about it because I love that. Yeah, I don't feel play. bad. Well, Freddy versus Jason, that's another thing I've seen. Yeah. Jer and I literally talked about this because that used to be like that's a horrible movie like that's objectively a terrible horror movie and i was like i love it like but now i just don't give a shit and i noticed more people posting pictures with it like and talking about it and i feel like it's cool again so everything <laughs> it's, finds its place all these bad it circles work, back there's there's it's shirts that are out now of, of things that are considered it's almost like cool to like bad horror movies now anyway it uh yes it is i remember when troll 2 was made fun of and i see that merch and i'm like you know again yeah. someone out there there's someone at the top of the food chain who just decides what's what's gonna come back i think everyone's sick of and i'm sorry to anyone who likes 
these movies, but I feel like everyone got so tired of the conjuring and the paranormal bullshit that everyone was like, okay, let's try, let's try Troll 2 again. Yeah. You know, exactly. like, you know, see what they were doing there that got us here. Exactly. I, I like Jason X personally. I'll, I'll go that far. I don't hate it as much as I'll go that far. Some people do. I think, I remember one night I jokingly, my sister and her guy and my uh, friends don't really care for horror. So, but we were watching them. It was like Halloween time and they were like, oh, you know, we'll put on what Bonnie wants. I um, put on Jason Goes to Hell and said, this is the best movie of the whole franchise. And they believed it. And I left the room and went to bed. Good for you. I just let them. It's just like, yeah, just, it, 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 it's a horror. I, I do think that is a terrible movie. Like it just was not good. <laughs> they could have made it so much but, better. That's the thing. Like, did you see like, I know there's behind the scenes photos of like what Jason would have looked like under his mask and they made him look like. Oh, yeah. Shit. Like, it's, they, all of it was bizarre. Yeah. I There's a YouTube channel called, I think it's Cinemassacre. Um, and his other channel was like the angry video game nerd. I think he's out of Pittsburgh too. Yeah. Um, I know he's in Pennsylvania and he does these long, like in-depth, awesome kind of not documentaries but you know him talking about whole horror movie franchise I and mean, he breaks down the whole friday 13th franchise bit by bit by bit and it's so funny to listen to people talk about it and like um oh jason takes manhattan uh -huh. like how we don't we don't see jason like hardly ever and like it doesn't even take place in manhattan pretty much the whole movie it's such oh, a bizarre movie yeah about but, he swims to New York from a lake. Yeah, in New Jersey. That's like, one of my favorite things. That's my favorite yeah. fact about that whole movie. Yeah. The uh, the fighting scene where he punches he punches the fighter's head off and it lands it lands in the dumpster makes the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was the eighties, so. Design. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, I feel like. Yeah, we can't. They're all bad in a way. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So, yeah. It's all good, but we, we love it. And yeah. and we love you, Bonnie. Is there anything that you would like you'd like to add that you'd like to throw in at the, at the end of this for everybody out there? No um I huh? No pressure at all. No I don't know if there's anything really to add. Um I've met awesome people. I know there's so many. Um I think not to play favorites or anything. I love Mandy. Mandy Mohawk, you are probably one of the coolest sweetest intelligent like she knows what she's doing her workouts are so clean is that yeah. like makes sense like pristine they're just makes sense they're so executed and she is just she's great um she's like there's so many huh she's like a white girl bruce lee with a yes that's delightful she's but she's great and there's just so many people and i tell everyone i just had um, my old coworker, um, Anthony, um, he was like, so death comes lifting. I told him about it the whole time we worked together and every day. I said, you join, you join. And finally he was like, what's that thing? How do I join? I yeah. was like, just fucking do it, dude. And like, he's I great. Up today. Um, I tell everyone basically like the community's great there. If you, um, don't feel like you belong in a gym facility especially right now with corona i know i should be pushing getting a membership but not everyone has that availability this is a great place to start and 
um, you know, everyone's really nice and supportive and welcoming and cool. And I love your tagline fitness for the misfits. And I think that's where a lot of us feel like we, uh, we're, you know, we don't have the right or, you know, it's goofy, but we do feel, I know like everyone's like, well, who told you you couldn't come? I don't know, dude. I feel like I don't belong anywhere. So like, you know, sometimes you just need to make people feel like they matter. And, you know, again, that comes all the way back to the beginning of this conversation that seeing someone like yourself doing what maybe you are too scared to do. And it's just identifying with someone, just like we look up to celebrities and stupid shit like that. It's, you know, we want to look up to something and relate to something because whether we like it or not, some of us might be lone wolves or we still are tribal beings. So we like community, you know? It's important. It's helped me just as much as it helps anybody else or anybody too shy to come on a podcast or, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of followers out there that don't comment, that don't post, but they're, they're there and it, uh, um, yeah to know that well, we're there for them too and thanks for everything bonnie man you've been awesome yes. thank you thank you for letting me yeah. be on it was cool oh you're the best you can come on anytime you guys are too sign up with you you can work with her everybody she's way cooler and way smarter than me <laughs> no. <laughs> i doubt it but right. well yeah. <laughs> fist, fist bump through the zoom screen hell yeah hell yeah all right, Bonnie. Have a great rest of your weekend. Thanks for wasting right. an hour with me. Keep doing what no you're doing. Anytime. This will be up on Warlord Wednesday. Awesome. Have All a right. good night. You too. Thanks.